come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. It's gonna be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 132 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I am your host, Sean Lords, or as uh, I like to be called, Sean Solo. So uh, thank you guys for joining in on this episode. Uh, it might be a little short episode today. Brian's not here. Um, he had some family matters, so uh, let us excuse him for the second week in a row. Uh, no ill feelings towards him. I mean, he's got stuff he's got to do, uh, but he will be back next week. So uh, we did plan to record on a different night, but uh, I wasn't able to do it on that night. So here we are. Here I am all by myself, but it is okay. Um, before we do begin, I do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Getaway Today. Uh, Getaway Today offers um, Disneyland vacation packages for you and your family uh, at what I would say the best prices. Um, if you are planning on booking a vacation uh, in the future, uh, definitely use our promo code. The promo code is MainStreet10. This will get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. Um, it will not do much uh, for just tickets, but, I mean, their prices are already what I've seen the best. Um, so... Go check them out, whether you're just buying tickets or preferably if you're buying a travel package with hotel and tickets, uh, that promo code will get you $10 off. But the promo code will let them know that uh, we sent you. So feel free to just plug that in anyway. They're always happy to hear where their business is coming from. And uh, yeah, we also enjoy that little credit, you know, makes us feel good inside. So just let them know we sent you uh, or... You can give them a call. So if you do it online, that's the promo code, getawaytoday.com. Or you can give them a call at 855-438-2929. That's 855-GET-AWAY. Um, <clears throat> if you call or go see them in person, which I highly recommend going to see them in person, let them know that you heard about them from Main Street. Uh, sorry, a word on the Main Street. Um, and... Uh, if you're getting a package, they'll give you that $10 off. Um, if you're not getting a package and just getting tickets, they'll know we sent you. Uh, and, I mean, Getaway Today is great. I've used them before. Uh, they do have uh, Layaway. I believe that's still going on. Uh, you just have to put a few bucks down, and uh, all you have to do is pay it off within, I believe it's 10 days, might be two weeks, uh, before your vacation begins. Uh, so you can have quite a bit of time depending when you book. And of course, you can use those taxes, uh, the tax refunds, aka Disney money, to uh, pay it off. But there's no set payments. You just have to have it paid off by the time you leave. Well, 10 days before 
maybe two weeks. Uh, but that's uh, that's a good amount of time. So go check out their deals. They've always got great deals. Sometimes they've got um, adults at kids prices or buy a four day pass, get the fifth day free. So go check them out. Again, that's getawaytoday.com or 855-GET-AWAY. That's 855-438-2929. And that $10 will get you a, a glass of blue milk or green milk if you choose over at Galaxy's Edge, which we all know you guys want to go check that out. And what better way to do that than with Getaway Today? All right, guys, this week at the Disneyland Resort... Here are your hours. They're basically the same as last week with just a few differences. So here we go. Thursday, October 17th. Disneyland's open 8 to 11 with DCA open 8 to 6. Thanks to the uh, Oogie Boogie Bash, a.k.a. the OBB, uh, from 6 to 11. Friday, October 18th. Disneyland's open 8 to 11 with DCA 8 to 10. Saturday, October 19th. Disneyland's open 8 to 12 with DCA 8 to 10. Sunday, October 20th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 6 for the OBB. And then Monday, October 21st, Disneyland's open 8 to 11, with DCA 8 to 9. Tuesday, October 22nd, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 6 because of the OBB. And then Wednesday, October 23rd, Disneyland's open 8 to 11, with DCA open eight to nine. So those are your hours this coming week. I know uh, at least one person that's going this week. So if you're going to be going to the park, be sure to have a great time. Take lots of pictures. Send us your pictures. We'd love to see them. Let us know how the Oogie Boogie Bash was or just Disneyland in general. Um, We always love to hear about your trips, anything you might have experienced. And definitely if we've done something to uh, help your experience be the best that it can be. We'd love to hear that, especially if you've used uh, Getaway Today. We'd love to hear about your testimonial for Getaway Today, and I'm sure they would too. So just uh, let us know if your trip is good, if it's bad, and uh, whatnot. So, All right, Uh, the events over at Disneyland and California Adventure are, of course, the Oogie Boogie Bash, as well as Dia de los Muertos and Plaza de Familia. So you'll get a lot of the, well, Plaza de Familia is Dia de los Muertos themed, uh, but uh, over in Frontierland is where you'll find all of, as far as I know, all of Disneyland's Dia de los Muertos um, decorations. The rest will be over in California Adventure. Um, Let's see. So Plaza de Familia is over in the... um, uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on the name. Paradise Gardens. uh, Just over there by uh, Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. Um, They have great cocoa-related activities and shows. So go check them out. And then, uh, of course, Hokey Boogie Bash is over in California Adventure as well. And I've heard great things so far. I know we were all a little worried because we've always liked Halloween over at Disneyland. Um, But I've heard that this is pretty, pretty sick. So uh, if you're going to a party, again, let us know. We would love to hear about it. And then closures over at Disneyland. It's a Small World is closing on 
October 21st, and it will be closed until November 8th to get ready for uh, the It's a Small World holiday. And then uh, Matterhorn Bobsleds will be closing on October 21st until October 26th. Uh, And then, of course, California Adventure, we've got the red car trolley closed until spring of 2020, which is a shocker to all of you, I'm sure, especially listeners of the show every week. That must have come to a big, big surprise. So uh, (laughs) let us head on over. To Brian's Chevy Corner, but Brian's not here today, so I'm going to take it over. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sean's Trivia Corner. Uh, last week's question, let's get that out of the way so that we can get on to this week's question. So, of course, last week's question was, what company sponsored It's a Small World at the New York World's Fair? And that answer is Pepsi-Cola. Good old-fashioned Pepsi-Cola. We did have some correct guesses. I thank you all for sending me the answer. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, So send this week's question to me. uh, Well, answer to me as well. Uh, Let us ask this week's question. We may have asked it before, but I'm not in charge of trivia. I don't know. So, um, I'm going to ask it anyway, and if it's repeat, then so be it. So, here we go. This week's trivia question. What is the name of the effect used in the grand ballroom of the Haunted Mansion to create the appearance of ghosts? (laughs) thought it would be nice to do a little Halloween-related question uh, by uh, giving you guys a Haunted Mansion question. Ooh, oh boy. All right, so send your trivia answers to me, Sean Solo, uh, at the email address of Sean... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> All right, let's, let's uh, try that again. Take two. Send that to my email, Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. So that is Sean dot Wadhams, or the uh, letters of word on the main street, W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Uh, send me those answers, but uh, feel free to CC Brian over here, who's actually not really over here uh, since he's in charge. He'll be back next week, so he'll want your answers, but... I want them too, because I asked you the question, and I want your answers. Uh, so this week in Disney history, I'm not doing that this week. Uh, I apologize, but I'm going to go ahead and skip it this week um, and go straight into it uh, and get you guys out early today, as long as I don't run my mouth like I usually do. <laughs> um, but before we get into the, I don't know if it's a turkey leg of the episode, but Definitely a corn dog. Uh, I do want to let you guys know how you can support your uh, dear old Wood on the Main Street podcast. Uh, the first way, of course, is to listen to the podcast every week and share it with those that might also enjoy it. Uh, we appreciate everyone that's shared episodes on their social media, 
or told people about our podcast, played it in their cars for their buds. Uh, maybe while you're Ubering it up, you're playing it for your uh, customers. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. So thank you to everybody that's that's done that, that's shared the podcast, and that's listening every week. We really do appreciate you. And yes, I'm talking to you directly. Um, we appreciate it very much. Uh, another way to support the podcast um, in a financial way, if that's something you'd like to do, uh, you can do that at patreon.com. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash word on the main street. That's all one word, obviously. Uh, so patreon.com slash word on the main street. You can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like, but that money does uh, come to us and help us to provide more content, make the shows better with better equipment, stuff like that. So if you want to help us out, feel free to do so. If you don't, that's okay. Just keep on listening and enjoying the show. Um, like we say all the time, the show will never cost you anything, but uh, we do appreciate your donation. So uh, if you want to contact us, there's a couple ways you can do that. We are on social media. We really like to interact with you guys on there. So if you're interested, head on over to Facebook, facebook.com slash word on the main street, or just go up in the search bar and put word on the main street podcast and we'll pop up. Uh, our most popular one, of course, is Instagram. Go ahead and check that out. Our handle is at word on the main street. Uh, and then we're on Twitter. Uh, our handle is at W-O-T Main Street. So go check us out, follow us, like us, comment at us, whatever it is you want to do on that social media platform. We will appreciate it. Um, another way, of course, is to call in. We have a voicemail box at 801-923-2455. Go ahead and uh, give us a call uh, about whatever you would like to talk to us about, whether you want to just say hello or, I don't know, tell us how a trip was or tell us your favorite ride and why. doesn't matter. We just want to hear from you. We really enjoy those. And if we've talked about something and you want to get in on the conversation, We'd love to have you. All right. And then, of course, email. I said it at my email earlier, but I'll give it to you guys once more. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And Brian's email is B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Let him know how much you've missed him and uh, how horrible it's been with just just dear old Sean here. Um and uh, let him know you want him back. Yeah. Even though he'll be back next week. But go ahead and write him. He'll love it. All right. Let's do this. Let me take a drink. My drink this week is Jones Cane Sugar Soda. Cream soda flavored. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take a drink right now. So hold, please. All right. Here we go, folks. First bit of information. Uh, let's go with this one first. Uh, so there's a new trailer for the Jungle Cruise movie that's coming out next year. Uh, 
I know there were a lot of people disappointed, not disappointed, <laughs> a lot of people that were a little apprehensive about the movie. They were unsure, um, especially some Skipper friends that we might know. Um, but uh, they saw the trailer and they are looking, they are really looking forward to this. Um, if you saw the trailer, you're probably feeling the same way. It looks like just a fun adventure movie. Um, and there's a lot. They pack all the ride references into the trailer. So um, that's probably... I don't know how many more references they'll make in the movie. There's a lot of references they can make. Uh, but, of course, they added in the backside of water. And it's, it's just a lot of fun. So go check out the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, but that is starring uh, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and um, Emily Blunt, I believe, who played Mary Poppins in Mary Poppins Returns. So go check out that trailer. It is fantastic. Let us know what you think of the trailer. We'd love to hear your opinion. Um, Brian's not here to give his, but I really enjoyed it. And uh, from what I had heard from our Skipper friends... They are excited. So fun to hear that an actual Jungle Cruise skipper is looking forward to that movie. Um, Next item up for business is, uh, this isn't huge, but well, in a way it is. So over at Burt's Tiki Lounge at Disneyland, uh, every Halloween they seem to release some kind of Haunted Mansion tiki mug, and this year was the Hatbox Ghost uh, that released on the morning of October 15th, and I believe each mug was 30 bucks a pop. And uh, I can't remember the drink that you get with it. It's a grim grinning something. Uh, but if you buy that drink, you get the mug with it. I'm sure it's a little more than 30. Maybe 30 includes the alcohol. I don't know. Uh, but it sounds like you can get it without the alcohol for 30 bucks, uh, limit of two per person. I'm sure these are sold out by the time you're listening, but they were really cool looking. Uh, it's a tiki mug, obviously looks like the hat box ghost and he's got his little, um, hat box. And so there's no face on him, but there's the face in the hat box, which is really cool. And I'm pretty sure they are. Maybe it was last year, I don't know, or maybe they're releasing it in Florida or something, but uh, I saw another one that had the face on his head and nothing in the hat box. Um, So pretty cool. Uh, If you're able to get one, I envy you and uh, congratulations. Uh, If you haven't gotten one by now, you probably can't get one for a reasonable, reasonable price. You can check eBay, but it's probably going to be way more than 30 bucks. So, um, yeah, if you got one, great. If you didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't get one either. Uh, but uh, if anybody got an extra and wants to uh, sell it to me, let me know. Um, I'm sure Brian would appreciate that as well. But, uh, yeah, just want to let you guys know about that tiki mug. If you happen to get your hands on one, get it. Um, let's see, while we're on the topic of the Haunted Mansion, they released a new Haunted Mansion headband for Disneyland, um, 
uh, I'm not big into the headbands. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just more into the regular Mickey ears. Plus, I don't know. I just feel like the headbands are more for the ladies. Um, if guys want to wear them, that's great. Uh, it's just not my style. But these are pretty dang cool, and I'm half tempted to just get them. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be on shopdisney.com, but yeah, yeah, they're at Disney Parks. So let's see. This is a headband. The band that goes on your head is black. Um, on the side of the black headband, it says Grim Grinning Ghosts that glows in the dark, which is pretty cool. Uh, the two ears are purple fabric. Uh, one ear has the hitchhiking ghosts. The other ear has the gray, uh, I want to say the grave digger, but I'm pretty sure he's called the groundskeeper. I've always called him the groundskeeper. Uh, but anyway, it's got him with the uh, headstone that says master Grace, uh, master Gracie, which I think's so fantastic. And then on the top of the headband are the uh, singing busts. And I just, I don't know, I I love the artwork on this. And um, not only are the singing busts on top, but those also glow in the dark. And it looks really, really cool uh, when it's glowing in the dark. So I would recommend if you're going to be at the parks, go check this out. Um, it can't be more than a regular set of ears. Maybe it will be, but probably not. But uh, I'm thinking these will sell out. It does say that uh, they're only available while supplies last. So I'm going to have to uh, check with my friends, see if there's any way I could get a pair. Uh, but really, really cool. I probably won't wear them, but I'd love to have them. So um, yeah, if you're able to get them, I would highly recommend it. They're really cool looking. And obviously with the glowing feature, uh, I just, I love it. So, um, and then I only have one other thing for you guys and then I'll let you go. So this might be a short 30 minute ish episode. If I keep on point, I've been doing pretty good, I think. So let's give you your last item of business. And I think this one's really, really exciting. And I'm kind of sad. Brian's not here. To join me, it is about food. I love food, and Brian loves food, and we always talk about the food and how to mispronounce everything. Uh, so I'm going to do it by myself. There's not a whole lot to go over, but um, over in uh, Galaxy's Edge, starting on October 21st, uh, they will have... Uh, more food coming as well as 60 day advanced registrations. So, uh, we'll talk about the registrations first. Um, I think this is actually a great idea in my opinion. Actually, I have one other thing after this, so it might be a longer episode, but, um, anyway, um, October 21st, starting then you're going to be able to book your, Reservation for Oga's Cantina, as well as Savvy's Workshop or the Droid Depot, 60 days in advance. Uh, so it's just, they're just joining the rest of the park in, uh, well, the rest of the parks in being able to book your 
restaurants and experiences 60 days in advance, which is great for planning. Um, I know that there's been some criticism on this. Um, there was one comment in the article from somebody saying, how do you, how do advanced bookings increase your flexibility? It literally does the exact opposite. I disagree with that. Um, for a couple of reasons. For one, uh, just because there's the reservation period doesn't mean you're not going to be able to get in last minute. Uh, if I know anything f- uh, from you know, booking reservations for the Blue Bayou and sometimes not re- uh, booking those reservations, you can usually go up and just say, hey, I'd like to eat here. You know, this is my last day or whatever. Can I get a reservation? They usually have something open. So um, I don't know. I don't think this will really ruin any flexibility. But I think the majority of people going to Disneyland are from out of state and have to travel. And uh, they prepare in advance. So this will actually, I think this will help people with planning uh, their vacation. Because I'm sure there's some people that uh, went to Galaxy's Edge wanting to go into Oga's Cantina, but wasn't able to get a reservation at 7 a.m. Um, so this will really help get people to go do things that they want to do. Um, I know, for example, I wasn't able to enjoy Oga's Cantina. Of course, I was there uh, on what would technically be a preview period, Uh and I wasn't going to wait in the line, so I didn't get to experience Oga's Cantina, but it would have been great to have that as part of the reservation system. Um, but now it will be starting October 21st, so if you're going to plan a trip, definitely get your reservations done 60 days before your trip. Um, obviously, you can't do it before then, uh, and you don't want to wait too long, too much longer after because things can book up. But I thought that was good news. I'm sure some locals won't think so because they go there on a whim. But for us that travel from out of state, this will be awesome. Uh, Let's see. Here is the new food, which will start on October 16th. So the 21st is for the 60-day reservation starting October 16th, um, which is actually today. Uh, you will be able to experience all this new food. So here we go. Let us read about these new items. So the first one is over at uh, at Oga's Cantina. This is what they call a, I'm going to butcher this, but charcuterie plate. I don't know. Probably said that horribly wrong, but I digress. Uh, So this We'll join the menu on October 16th today. Um, it's, it says the Hapabore Sampler, featuring a selection of cured meats, artisan cheeses, pickled and preserved rations, which just look like vegetables, um, and crackers. Crackers are kind of cool looking. I mean, they're definitely a different shape and color. It looks like there's blue on them. Um, it almost looks like fried tortilla crackers uh, with some sort of blue dusting on it. Um, but looks pretty good. Um, it's just like what you would find over at, I believe, 
I think Cafe Orleans has something like this, um, or at least they used to. Um, I know they had one for the Ratatouille Pixar celebration thing. Uh, but yeah, so basically just a meat and cheese platter with some vegetables, uh, bread and chips. So enjoy that if you get it. Um, another thing over at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo will be a kid's meal called the Garden Patty Bun. Uh, it's a bao bun, so just one of those steamed buns uh, that you'll find uh, in Asian cuisine. Uh, and inside will be a garden patty. Uh, this will also come with roasted carrots, house sauce, which if anybody uh, is listening from Utah, it looks like fry sauce. And it comes with a mandarin orange. Um, I'm not, like a, like we've said before, I'm not super into the... Um, garden quote-unquote meat uh, i just i think if you want meat just have meat but uh it looks like kids get vegetables so uh yeah healthy meal for your kids if your kids like it more power to you uh i'm sure my kid would probably like it uh but i don't know i prefer real meat but whatever Anyway, uh, over at Ronto Roasters, they are introducing the um, Ronto-less garden wrap. So not actual Ronto like the other Ronto wrap. Uh, This will be a plant-based sausage uh, with spicy kimchi slaw, sweet pickled cucumber, and gochujang spread. I think I said that right. Uh, and then, of course, it's wrapped in a pita, just like the Ronto Roaster, um, or the Ronto Wrap, I should say. So uh, if you're vegan or vegetarian, I mean, that's pretty cool, I think, that you get to enjoy a Ronto Wrap without the Ronto. Um, and then over at Ronto Roaster as well will be what they're calling Kirill Kir- Kir- Pork Rinds. Uh, with cinnamon sugar. So these are pork rinds dusted with cinnamon sugar. Uh, I love pork rinds, and I love cinnamon sugar. Not 100% sure if I like those together, but I would love to try these. Uh, You can get these in a souvenir popcorn bucket. They call it a souvenir vessel. Uh, but it's the MSE 6 Series Repair Droid, which is what I got my popcorn in when I went to uh, Galaxy's Edge. I got my, um, whatever it was called, the um, kettle corn. It was kind of gross. It was the sweet and spicy corn. Uh, mine came in one of those droids. It's just the little black droid that runs around. Um, anyway. I digress. Let us go to the next item up for your dining pleasure. Uh, it's another popcorn flavor over at Kat Saka's Kettle. Uh, this will be chocolate popcorn with Crate Red Salt. For those that don't know what Crate Red Salt is, it is the um, salt from the planet Crate, which you saw in the last Star Wars movie where there was all that red salt stuff uh, when they were flying on the 
on the ground, well, near the ground with their ships. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, so it was the planet that was white, and then, of course, when they stepped on the ground, it turned red, blah, blah, blah. That's what this salt is, <laughs> uh, just in case you guys wanted to know. Um, I think that sounds delicious, a salty chocolate popcorn. Uh, when I was there uh, in June, I think, uh, with with the man on the main street, uh, we did get popcorn. And uh, the Play Disney Parks app actually had a translator uh, function to it. And I had seen on the Katsaka's kettle menu, there was something and it had uh, red over it. it. looked like there was a stamp of some sort of red lettering. And I translated it and it sounded like, it, well, not sounded. It said seasonal flavor or whatever. I'm wondering if this is the one that they were, uh, I didn't translate what the actual flavor was, but I wonder if this is the flavor that they had crossed out but it sounds divine. I'm excited to go try it. I'm obviously not planning on going to Disneyland until they open Rise of the Resistance. Um, so I'll just have to wait to try that and hope it's still there. But yeah, uh, these will all be available October 16th at Disneyland Resort in Galaxy's Edge. Take that, Florida. We get more things. Yay. Um, of course, they get Rise of the Resistance before we do, so it. Uh, I'm sure they're happier with that. And I'm not bitter at all. All right. Well, while we're on, hold on, I'm going to take another sip of my beverage. All right. While we are on the subject of Star Wars at Disneyland... Uh, the article just got away from me. So uh, I was reading in the OC Register. Uh, it's basically an op-ed. Oh, come on. Uh, it's giving me problems, guys. I'm going to find it real quick on the computer instead of on my phone. But basically, the article is... Um, hold on. OC Register. There it is. Alrighty, here we go, here we go. So the uh, article was pretty much just like an opinion piece, uh, and it was titled, Does Disneyland Have Too Much Star Wars? And this was written by Robert Niles of the OC Register. I thought he brought up some good points. I just wanted to read the article and give my thought on his thoughts Excuse me, if that makes sense. Uh, so here we go. I'll read his article real quick. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. So Robert says, can a theme park have too much of a good thing? I vote that the answer is yes, specifically when it comes to Star Wars at Disneyland. Then he goes on and talks about how popular Star Wars is and how much money it brings in. And then he says, but does Disneyland really need to devote more than one and a half of its nine theme lands to Star Wars? Do fans really want five, soon to be six, Star Wars themed attractions across two lands in one park? Um, and the attractions he names are um, 
Star Tours, uh, Path of the Jedi, Launch Bay, Hyperspace Mountain, uh, and Galactic Grill. <laughs> I don't count Galactic Grill as an attraction. Um, I don't even know if I would count Path of the Jedi an attraction. I guess it attracts people, whatever, but uh, he says that. And, of course, they've got Galaxy's Edge with... Um, uh, why can't I think of the name? Smuggler's Revenge. Uh, not Revenge. <laughs> Smuggler's Run. Uh, so he's got a point. I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars in the Disneyland Resort. But uh, he continues. One of the leading fan complaints about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is that it does not feature enough characters and content from the first six Star Wars films. That creates an opportunity for Disney to maintain another Star Wars-themed attraction elsewhere in the resort to address that demand. Uh, He goes on to say, Star Tours, the adventures continue, could play that role, but Disneyland unfortunately continues to run that simulator ride with its fixed combination of scenes from Episode 7 and 8 of the Star Wars series, plus a promo for Galaxy's Edge at the end that teased thrilled fans when it debuted nearly two years ago, but now I I would much rather see Disneyland return Star Tours to its random selection of settings and characters from the original and prequel trilogies. Uh, It's almost over, folks, I promise. Hyperspace Mountain, Path of the Jedi, and Star Wars Launch Bay came to the park as part of its Season of the Force promotion in late 2015. Disney has swapped back its regular Space Mountain format with Hyperspace Mountain, a couple of times since, but the Star Wars overlay again has preempted the annual Ghost Galaxy version during Disneyland's Halloween time. In any form, the indoor roller coaster fills its queue. Um, what's it doing? I was just in the middle of this and it decides. Sorry, folks. Anyway, uh, come on. Website. All right. In any form, the indoor roller coaster fills its queue, but the Star Wars Launch Bay exhibit and Path of the Jedi movie limp along as mostly empty attractions in a park that simply cannot afford to waste any space with its annual attendance approaching 20 million visitors. It's time to move on, Disneyland, when Star Wars Rise of the Resistance opens to complete Galaxy's Edge in January. Do an Order 66 on the Tomorrowland lineup. Return Star Tours to its 2.11 format, then close the rest of Tomorrowland's Star Wars attractions. It's time to it's time for them to make way for new attractions with different themes. Um, I pretty much agree uh, with Robert here. Um, I love Star Wars, don't get me wrong. Um, you can ask anybody I talk to, I much rather prefer the regular Space Mountain than I do Hyperspace Mountain. Um, I know a lot of people that disagree with me on that, but um, I think Galaxy's Edge, to me, is enough. I do agree that the Star Tours is fine, but they need to put it back the way that it was because uh, I agree every time I go, I see the exact same things from the new Star Wars movies, I think last time I did go uh, to where Jar Jar lives and whatnot, and I did some pod racing. Um, So I don't entirely agree that it's stuck with the new stuff, but there's a lot of the new stuff in there. It's mostly seven and eight. I agree. 
And of course, it always ends at Galaxy's Edge, which I do agree. It's time to just remove that because Galaxy's Edge is here. We don't need that little gem in there anymore. It's not really a gem anymore. Um, it's just annoying to go on a ride that that uh, advertises a random experience, but it's generally the same exact experience every time you go. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. Um, I, I do agree that, uh, the, what's it called? Path of the Jedi is a waste of space, waste of, uh, a good building that you could do something else in. And, um, Path of the Jedi. Oh no, that's the movie. Uh, Launch Bay. I think that is also a waste of space. I liked it because I could go meet uh, Chewbacca and whatnot. Chewbacca's in the new land. You don't need him in there anymore. Kylo Ren's in the new land. You don't need him in uh, Launch Bay anymore. But, I mean, it is a good place to meet, you know, Darth Vader and whatnot. But uh, let's go ahead and get rid of those. Build something new. Um, Or at least theme it differently. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree with this article. I would love to hear what you guys think about this article. Do you think there's too much Star Wars at Disneyland or do you guys love it all? Um, or is there a happy medium? Go ahead and uh, let us know. You can shoot me an email again. My email is Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com or give us a call. Um, our phone number again is uh crap i lost it <laughs> uh, our phone number is 801-923-2455 or just let us know on social media what you think um, but that is all i've got for you guys this week i'm gonna let you go a little early um uh yeah so thank you guys so much for listening again if you like the show please share it with those that might also enjoy it uh, again, we're on social media, facebook.com slash word on the main street, Twitter at W O T main street, and on Instagram at word on the main street. Um, if you can on the platforms, we know we're on, if you want to go ahead and leave a review or, and, or subscribe, we would appreciate that very, very much. Uh, those platforms are Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, Tune in and Google Play. Then I do want to thank Bryce Gardner for our beautiful, amazing theme songs. Thank you, Bryce. Go check him out. He does music under the name of Delta Theory. He is on all music streaming platforms. And that is it. Thank you guys so, so much for listening this week, putting up with me all by myself. Uh, But Brian will be back next week, so definitely join us next week and every week on Wednesdays to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Slow down.